Tesla is to pay $137 million to a black employee who sued for racial discrimination. Facebook whistleblower is a plant. We're going to expose and break down on how she is just totally full of it and wants big government control. And whites are the oppressors, according to Seattle's anti-racist training. We're going to get into all this and more in just one second. If you can, please drop this video a like, share, subscribe. Do it all you have to do to add the engagement to this podcast, to this video, whatever you're watching, wherever you're watching. Go listen to the full episode of the show, The Joey Saladino Show, on all the podcast apps. Go there right now and subscribe. Also, the show is completely funded and supported by you guys. So if you become a YouTube channel member, Patreon member, whatever you have to do, even just throw us a dollar. Greatly appreciated. Now let's get right into this. So Tesla must pay $137 million to a black employee who sued for racial discrimination. That is right. They're going to literally be paying this guy one-tenth of a billion dollars because he got called the N-word. This is what happens when you have um, a federal jury in San Francisco. That's what happens. <laughs> Ordered a Tesla to pay a former black contractor $137 million over claims that he was subjected to racial discrimination at work. Owen Diaz, who worked as a contract elevator operator at the Tesla's factory in Fremont, California in 2015 to 2016, said in the suit that he, that he and others were called the N-word by Tesla employees and that he was told to go back to Africa and that the employees drew racist derogatory pictures that were left around the factory. The suit said that Diaz was excited to go to work at Tesla, but instead of a modern workplace, he found the scene straight from a Jim Crow era. Um... I wish I had this level of discrimination against me uh, at a workplace so this way I can get paid a tenth of a billion dollars for being made fun of. I mean, maybe you, this guy, maybe you give him a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars, I think would be fair. But a, the, this, this, this is like, this is big money. This is a tenth of a billion dollars. That's a, like, I want to stress how much money that is. For being called the N-word. Diaz says nothing was done to stop it. Diaz said that he complained about the discrimination treatment in Tesla and the contracting uh, company, whatever, whatever. But was nothing was ever done to stop it. I'm uh, gratif uh, gratified that the jury saw the truth and that they sent a message to Tesla to clean up its workplace. Um, that's what the attorney said, told NPR. The jury awarded included $130 million in punitive damages and $6.9 million in emotional damages. S almost $7 million for emotional damages. Who is coming up with these numbers? What jury is saying, hmm, yeah, that seems reasonable. Oh, $7 million for emotional damages, $130 million for punitive Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what happens when you have a jury of leftist activists. One, don't understand the concept of money. Two, like they, they just want to be the one to say that they did this. They want to, uh, they're, they're white guilt. They're like, oh, let's just make this poor black man that got made fun of literally one of the richest people in the world. Let's continue reading. Um, Owen, uh, I both hope that this sends a message to corporate America to look at your workplace and if there's any problems there. Take proactive measures to protect employees against racist conduct. Uh, it's ha it is happening and we need to do something. Tesla said his workplace culture has come a long way. Um, let's see. The vice president of the people sent a statement and the automaker's website and the witness. Um, okay. Uh, while we strongly believe that these 
facts don't justify the verdict reached by the jury in San Francisco. We do recognize that our workplace was not perfect. We're still not perfect, but we've come a long way in five years. I guess that's what a Tesla spokesperson said. Uh, the Tesla of, okay, was not the same as Tesla today. All right, I mean, this is it, it probably took four years of going through a court for it to get to this point. But it's still, to me, it's it's pretty ridiculous. I mean, I, I really don't care for big corporations losing their money, but I, I just think this sets a very dangerous precedent uh, for the future and for grifters, especially ra racial grifters. Um, who knows? There's an argument to be said that maybe there shouldn't even be any of this stuff. There shouldn't even be any of this stuff going to court. I mean, hey, if you're a contractor, you don't like how you're being treated. One, you can expose the company, make them suffer some backlash. That's free market backlash. Um, you can go work somewhere else. Or you make them suffer backlash, and to save face, they give you a settlement. And then, hey, you know what? We feel bad for what we did. We gave them a million dollars. You know, I feel like there's free market solutions to these things. I'm just, I tend to lean against the federal government or any government in general to just say you were mean to this guy, um, so now you have to pay him a tenth of a billion dollars, because what's stopping them from going up to a billion dollars? Nothing's stopping them. Twenty billion dollars. These people don't know the concept of money. They're just saying, oh, yeah, 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 yeah we're just going to side with the poor black man. That's all that they're saying at the end of the day. So the Facebook whistleblower donated 36 times to Democrats, including to anti-primary extremists and AOC. That is right. Listen, this uh, this whistleblower is not a real whistleblower. She is, a, in my opinion, a plant, a leftist activist. She looks like a Karen. She just got that face. I mean, I don't like to make fun of people's appearances, but she's got a, a face that just annoys me to holy hell. Um, we're going to break down, and I'm going to go over a few things with you guys to show how she is just completely full of shit. First things first is how in the world what, normal whistleblowers normally get shunned by the media, fired from their jobs, and completely blacklisted from any single company to work with. That's, the, that's when true whistleblowers, what happens. With her, she immediately got a 60 Minutes interview, then immediately got a Senate committee hearing for protection on the internet. It seems like, you know what I mean? There, there, there was like this flow of, I'm a whistleblower, I'm going to expose Facebook. Come right this way. You know, oh... It makes no sense. But then when usually when there's whistleblowers coming out that aren't right left-wing extremists that are either in the middle or on the right, they're completely kicked out of society and discredited. But her, since she's a leftist activist, calling for more government control over the internet, over social media, come right this way, madam. We're going to glorify you and make you out to be a hero. So let's see. Facebook whistleblower donated 36 times to Democrats. So it looks like this whistleblower is doing less whistling and more blowing. Facebook whistleblower, Francis, whatever, is a longtime Democrat donor and has supported far-left extremists such as AOC. She has also donated more money to activist groups actively attempting to re, uh, uh, derail the U.S. primary process that allows uh, ordinary members of the public to beat out establishment career politicians, uh, blowing the establishment. Uh, she was lauded by the corporate media, a sure sign that uh, rather than being a sole actor attempting to call out corporate abuse, she is likely backed by some hef hefty interests. 
Uh, she first anonymously leaked internal documents before revealing her identity and calling for mass censorship on Facebook, but only of political ideas she opposes. The National Pulse, uh, Pulse then thus far identified 36 donations during her. Okay, whatever. I mean, you guys get the point. Let me see if there's any videos uh, in this article that I kind of do want to break down because one important point that I know that she said she was basically saying that the algorithm of Facebook is designed for engagement to increase their attention time, which then increases their ad revenue. Um, duh, that's every single platform literally has algorithms designed to increase your engagement retention time, which then thus increases your ad revenue. That's the point. That's why they're, they're, they show you content they think you would like and they think that you would spend time watching. If you're not going to, if this, if this video doesn't get a lot of watch time minutes and a lot of clicks, it's not going to be promoted. But here's the other kicker. Big tech, even Facebook has been known to alter these algorithms in certain ways to purposely censor and restrict right-wing content. Facebook is literally working with the White House to censor particular pieces of content. But that's not enough, I guess. Because guess what? Conservative content is still reigning supreme compared to left content because we're, we are of the most engaged people on the internet. The left has CNN, MSNBC. They have all this corporate media that they can go watch. People like us, I mean, they're people that watch me. They, they, they you know, instead, when someone on the left would watch CNN, someone would watch me. Someone would watch Ben Shapiro. Someone would watch Stephen Crowder. Someone would watch Tim Pool. This is where we go. We are part of the alternative networks. And, you know, and the left and the socialists are all part of the giant corporate trillion dollar establishment, which is just completely ironic because they try to frame us as being that. Um, so let's see. Break in Mark Zuckerberg's personal wealth has fallen nearly $7 billion in a few hours, knocking him down a bunch of notches. Listen, I always see that happening. Whenever like something happens and um, a trillion-dollar company stock drops a few percent, they're like, oh, they lost billions of dollars. Yeah, literally the next day that money comes right back, okay? So I, I, I hate seeing that stuff around. Uh, it happens too many times. I think Facebook, let me check Facebook stock real quick. I, I, I just want to like tell you like, you know, maybe it's not best to, to do that because in like four months from now, he's probably going to be worth way more. Look, this is this is Facebook stock. Um, they plummeted, I guess, uh, from their peak of the day before about, let's say about 6%. And then the next day they come back up 3%. So, uh, you know, it is, his network just rose by billions of dollars a day after. I mean, it also had something to do with the out, outage. Um, so, I mean, I'll, I'll be real honest with you. I did some day trading. It was the easiest 600 bucks I made. I do that every single time there's an outage or a hack at social media networks. Usually it affects the whole industry. So what I do is I'll just do a margin trade real quickly. And I'll be like, okay, well, well Facebook's down 6% today because of an outage and a, a whistleblower, apparently. Um, so let me just buy a bunch real quick. I know it's going to come back tomorrow, and it does every single time. Not financial advice. Uh, Fox Business reported that she accused the company of placing profits above the good for the public, despite assurances from Facebook leaders that the company was working to make the platform safe. Listen, th there's a reason why content on YouTube gets demonetized so much it does. It's like, it's like I mean, Facebook. Uh, Facebook's like YouTube now, where if you're watching this video on Facebook, odds are there's probably no no ads on it. And if there is, then I got really damn lucky. So they are demonetizing content. I mean, if, 
if they wanted to make more money, they would just be monetizing every single piece of content, especially conservative type of content. But what I've noticed is almost all these conservative videos I post are completely demonetized all the time. So, I, you know, eh, if they were really trying to um, promote conservative content, I mean, they even removed the trending tab because it was all conservative. Um, so... Her idea of a safe platform is one that censors non-illegal political statements that could be viewed as polarizing. Individuals should be free to express themselves online in the way they choose as long as they're not violating the law. Unfortunately, most political discourses happen online. The internet is one of the most popular channels for the communication around the globe. Uh, so this is a, she said this. There were conflicts of interest between what's good for the public and what's good for Facebook, and Facebook over and over again chose to optimize for its own interests like making more money. Listen, Facebook is optimizing the algorithm for the algorithm. Facebook is saying, okay, we're going to do things in a way to increase retention time. And at the same exact time, like if you are a conservative that has a Facebook account, odds are you've received massive amount of flags in your time. Odds are you probably got your, con your, your channel deleted or suspended at least once. So I don't want to hear the fact that Oh, they're optimizing you know, this this content for their own interests of money when every single person that's posting that content is literally getting flagged. The content is literally beating the restrictions and the censorship put in place because there's such a large demand for it. There's a reason why the Young Turks is dwindling in viewership even though they're posting 50 videos a day compared to people like Tim Pool who's posting a few. Uh Let's continue. He urges that, uh, okay. Uh, Jack Posobiec is a screenshot from Jack Posobiec. War Room Facebook whistleblower seeking government action for information control. The more engagement Facebook gets, the more money the company will inevitably make. She argues that people are more likely to engage with polarizing content. Therefore, it becomes more popular. In a statement Facebook said, every day our team... Uh, our teams have to balance protecting the right of billions of people to express themselves openly with the need to keep our platform safe. Okay, whatever, just some gobbledygook. Uh, society can't expect... Another thing that she said was that after there was no riots after the election, they closed down like this protection team. Because they were like, job well done, no riots. Meanwhile, the, the whole entire world was burning down from left-wing activists rioting that entire summer. So I don't know what they're talking about, that the job well done, let's close it. And then the insurrection happened. Like they're blaming. First off, anyone who says it was an insurrection is completely lying to you and they're completely deranged and delusional and they're the void of reality, okay? Anyone who's calling it an insurrection, first off. Second off, um, even if there was incredibly strict Facebook moderation uh, to take down anything related to that, it probably wouldn't have stopped anything. Let's just be completely real with you guys. So the, the will of the people is stronger than anything restrictive that you can possibly put into place. Uh, see, months later, when the theory was legitimized, recognized by scientists and world leaders, Facebook was humiliated. Uh, users were banned for posts being marked as misinformation. At one point, Facebook was censoring users who entertained that COVID-19 was created in a lab. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the sliding scale of false information is what was yesterday's false information is today's fact. I mean, how, how much more censoring do these people want? I think Mark Zuckerberg is, is going to realize, damn, you give these people an inch, they sure do take a mile and a half. And honestly, I hope he fights back against them. He might be strong enough, uh, powerful enough to fight back. Who knows? Who knows what will happen? But 
they're going to the government now. She's going, you know, she wants the government to enforce uh, censorship on uh, on social media, and that that's very dangerous. And I think the reason why the legacy media, the big corporations, are latching onto that is because they like that. They want more control. They want to take you all out. Whites are oppressors, according to Seattle's anti-racist training. Anti-racist training was held for non-white city employees in Seattle where they were invited to examine uh, internalized racism and learn to free themselves from white supremacy. So from Seattle's anti-racist training, by the way, if you have to sell these things as truth instead of concepts uh, or ideas, and you're admitting you're just BS. And it's called Racial Social Justice Initiative Truths. And truth one is colonialism is a root of white supremacy. Uh, let's see. Uh, our current racial landscape is the end result of an ongoing uh, colonization that seeks to uh, exploit a race and invisibilize indigenous peoples. Government is established through colonialism, and it's created and continues to remain racism. I mean, like, like, what are they even talking about in this day and age? Like, no one, no one cares anymore. Truth too. Yeah, that, that's not really so much of a truth. It's more of like an opinion. Truth too. We live in a highly uh, racialized society. Example: Race matters. I mean, who, who, whose fault is that? This is evidence of people's stories about their lived experiences and in all the data about uh, outcomes related to racial advances and disadvantage, economic, health, whatever, whatever, whatever housing, okay, the whole system's racist. Uh, truth three, racism is based on a legal and social construct of whiteness. When talking about race, uh, race and racism, we also need to talk about whiteness, the construction of whiteness how to preference uh, for whiteness was created, how it's been maintained for generations, and how it functions. You need to understand whiteness, how, how, how the whites function. Uh, truth four, there are all parts of the picture. None of us asked for this, and we all have a role to play. It's not possible to live in the United States and not experience the impact of colonialism, strugglism, racism, whatever, intersectionality, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I guess I get it's not possible to live in the most prosperous country in human existence because of white people. Uh, truth five, our health and well-being interconnected. Truth six, our honors lift up by the organizers, whatever. What, what kind of radical brainwashing BS is this? The people who are in charge of this stuff are, are seriously, just, just like a chunk of their brain is just missing out. And because they are not able to get a real job, they're not able to actually contribute to society in a meaningful, impactful way um, through, I guess, maybe their labor, they go off and do things like this, things that make themselves feel good, things that make them think that they're doing the right thing. And those are the people who temp typically have chunks of their brain missing. So invites were sent to employees who identified as people of color for a three-hour uh, training. It was set to take place September 3rd and exclude white people. Reported that the training was hosted by Seattle's Race and Social Justice Initiative. The lesson was to have employees explore the process which American conditioning, socialization, blah, blah, blah. They were taught the four types of racism. Uh, let's see. Someone said, non-white employees for the city of 
Seattle were invited to an anti-racist training to explore their internalized racism uh, and given tools on how to free themselves from white supremacist influence new documents show. Oh, wow, how impressive Seattle may be invite Antifa to speak. One part of the lesson for white employees said that our anger, our self-righteousness, our defensive, whatever, whatever, whatever. All right, just a bunch of BS gobbledygook. The race and social justice initiative was created, uh, created an anti-racist network within city government. Oh, boy. I, I'm just, I can't keep dealing with this stuff anymore. I, I don't even want to cover this racist sensitivity training bullcrap anymore. There's a photo over here. Bathroom, I don't know. What, what is this photo? Group trauma ego, and it's just how to, how to deal with being a person of color in a white... How about you fucking leave then? Jeez. If America is so bad, if it's so awful here, if it's so racist, if the foundation, if the roots of this country is so awful, where it's nearly unfixable from your point of view, what are you doing here? Go to Canada. Go to Mexico. Go to Europe. Just leave. Like, please. Please. Like, we can't Keep doing this. You don't want to be here. We don't want you here. It has nothing to do with your race. It has everything to do with you being a damn idiot and your and your beliefs and your way of thinking. Like just leave us alone already. I'm I'm really sick of like <laughs> I love doing this show, but it's like just sometimes I'm just like, God damn, like why can't you you people just stop it already? Like just shut up. No one cares. No one cares that you feel like, oh, I don't, I feel like uh, white people are, you know, they're taking advantage. Then shut them fuck off and leave. Do something about it that doesn't include you ramming this bullshit down my neck. You trying to make the whole system out to be against you. It's like, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> Jeez, I, I, my God, these people are so weak. So weak. Anyway, guys, thank you for watching if you can. Please drop the video a like, share, subscribe, turn the post notifications on. New video every single day. If you can listen to full episodes of the show, the Joey Saladino Show on all the podcast apps, go there right now and subscribe. Also, uh, if you do support me, please become a YouTube channel member, Facebook supporter, even a super chat, whatever you can do. If you don't have any of those things, you can go to my Patreon. Link should be in the description or the bio. Um, become a Patreon member. I'd be really appreciated. You guys help fund and support this whole entire show. Peace out.